Thank you for downloading this free podcast. And also want to take a second to remind you to pick up your copy of Nightmare at Nibbler's. Of course, it's the real life ghost investigation of Greg Nibbler's house available now for your forever copy at funemploymentradio.com slash store. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. I mean, it's at least maybe you could have come up with something original. I am so mad, I'm, and I'm gonna. No, I'm, I'm very happy for you. <laughs> you know, it's your favorite show. I'm glad that you're gonna be. Uh, it isn't a show. It was a movie that I watched when I was growing up, and I've been planning this for months, and I am not happy oh, really? right I now. I thought you just found out about the movie from. The episode or, or the the picture that was posted. I am going to throttle you. I didn't know you were a big fan of those ladies. Oh wow! Wow, good for you. Mm-hmm. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah Extillan. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. All right, we've got, uh, of course, a fantastic show lined up for you. Um, I do want to say this. Don't forget to go to funemploymentradio.com and click on the Amazon link whenever you wish to purchase something from Amazon. Oh, I want to so give a, uh, a shout out to a listener, Carrie, who we had a quick website issue yesterday and she alerted me of it because she wanted to purchase through our link on well, M- God damn, Amazon. Well, goddamn, Carrie, we just love you so much. Yes, indeed. Funemploymentradio.com. Click on the Amazon link. We've got a, a great guest coming up here on the show today. So we're going to have Greg, and I don't want to mess up his last name because we haven't met him before. I think it's, it looks like how it's spelled Drobot. Well, I mean, because that's a badass last name. That's like the coolest name. last name it's ever. really... Okay, not but, only... But unless it's pronounced like Drobo or something like that. I, I think... It's probably Drobot. Drobot? And plus, not only is his name Greg Drobot, and it has Robot in his name, he also makes cheese, yes. which makes him like one of my favorite people that has ever existed. <laughs> so he is the president of Face Rock Creamery, which is uh, at Abandon, and he's going to be talking about a big event that they have going on called Curse of the Haunted Curds here in Portland. It's going to be happening on Thursday, I believe it is. and Yeah, on Thursday. And where they're, they're going to have basically a, a cheese curd cooking competition where oh between breweries, he's going to have Magic to explain it, all of it. Magic yeah, words. it sounds amazing. They're, they're essentially, they're making poutine, and that's what it, what it is. With it's like a poutine curds. off. It's a poutine off. Yeah. With like fresh made cheese curds, yeah, and they're all doing it. Um, they're, they're doing it for charity, aren't they doing it for yeah, Sisters for of the Road? Yeah, for Sisters of the Road charity. Which is awesome. A cheese curd off. Oh my, I can't even a talk poutine, about it. It's a poutine off. It's a poutine off. I'm going to get distracted if we keep talking about cheese. So let's just get back to- You are a big cheese fan. I am. Yeah. I know, and thanks to everybody who has also sent me all those uh, those articles about how cheese is uh, essentially crack. It's like food crack, <laughs> which it really is. Like it has like studies have come out that like you can be just as addicted to cheese as you can either great alcohol way, or drugs. Great way to intro our guest, who is the president of a creamery. He knows like, it. I'm not going to stop. <laughs> I'm not getting off the cheese. It's fine. I'm there. All right. I'm hooked. Okay. Don't, you're I'm, in. I'm in. Yeah, you're selling. I'm there. You're not just buying. You're selling. I am buying and selling. Uh, so it's going to be happening on Thursday, and he's going to be here to talk all about that in just a little bit. Um, so we, we've got a ton of stuff. Face Rock Creamery, yeah, out of Bandon. Somebody was asking. So Bandon is uh, in uh, Southern Oregon. Southern Where Oregon on the coast. Bandon? Bandon. Mm-hmm. It's on the coast? Yes. Mm-hmm. How far away is it? Uh, it's about. I get and things get a little like fuzzy when they get. Like, I know lower you have a hard time the... picturing things outside of Portland. Is it like where like Bend is? No, it's not. Bend is Central Oregon. That's a completely different. No, it's not. It's not Bend. Bend is Central Oregon. This is the Southern Oregon coast. Southern Oregon coast. All right, so it's on the coast, like near Highway 101. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right, yeah. see, look, I got that. I got yes. that a little bit. All yes. right. Yes, yes. I believe 101 goes through Bandon, so that okay. would be that would be official. It's I would guess four hours away. Four hours. Four four to five hours mm, from okay. here. Well, anyway, uh, he's going to be here talking about that. So uh, we've got that a bunch of other fantastic things that we're going to be discussing today. But we do have to talk about something that's coming up this weekend, and that is Halloween. Halloween. Where Sarah and I have been discussing the costumes that we're going to wear, and I didn't know. That Sarah, I am so mad, was going to be uh, taking her cues for a costume from a certain reality television show. That I am, I was furious when I saw that today. So Sarah's been furious. Saying, so uh, Sarah, go ahead and, and say who it is that you're going to ask because um, I still don't know this movie. I okay, recognize the name, every but every time I don't... you're like, I don't know. Everyone knows this movie. A lot of people do. The majority of people do. Okay. Maybe they don't know it in Bandon, but they know it here, and that is 
Troop Beverly Hills. Troop Beverly Hills. Uh, now, this was an 80s movie? It's, yeah, it was uh, 1989. Okay. It was one of my favorite movies growing up, Troop Beverly Hills. Or basically, uh, Shelley Long is the troop uh, the troop leader, and she's helping all these you know like snotty like Beverly Hills girls become wilderness girls. Okay, so it's like an 80s comedy. It's an 80s comedy, and okay. it's very funny. And uh, right. Shelley Long's character is named Phyllis Neffler. Okay. And her husband is Craig T. Nelson. Okay, Craig T. N- I do like Craig T. Nelson. Yeah, and so he owns a muffler store, so it's Neffler's Mufflers, and he's like the muffler man, and it's like it's it's very funny. It's a really funny, smart movie. Anyway, it's so that no one's ever heard of. If, many people just because okay. you haven't heard of it doesn't mean that nobody has heard of it. Generally, so, and I didn't know that. I was kind of like fearing that nobody would know who I was, and then I saw the news today, and now I'm pretty pissed. Okay, so you were going as the main So I'm dressing Shelley as, Long's as Shelley character. Long's character, Phyllis Neffler, from the 1989 amazing hit movie, Troop Beverly Hills. Okay. So I posed, so I changed, because usually when I've figured out what I'm going to um, dress as for Halloween, like for the, for the week of that, I'll change my profile picture to whoever it is I'm dressing as, and then like on Halloween, I'll put myself in, as that same person, like in that same position, but with my costume on. Okay. Yeah, big tradition there. I just, I have. just have things. Yeah. I've that, got things You really that do. do. You got your, your little quirks, don't you? I do have my little quirks. It makes me very happy. So like okay. today was the day where I went and I set my profile picture as... Phyllis Neffler. You just as, do it. Yeah. As the costume that I have hand painted, that I have like put together, I'm getting ready to like sew the hat tonight to like get it all ready. And I'm like, all right, cool. Like this is things are coming together, mm-hmm. everything. And so like I posted my picture, and then um, one of our wonderful friends and listeners, Eloise, actually commented. And she's like, um, I don't want to tell you this, but did you see this thing that was uh, trending in the news today? I'm like, um. No, please to be telling me. She sends me a picture. Motherfucking Kim Kardashian had a Troop Beverly Hills <laughs> themed baby shower this past weekend. Are you kidding me? Were they all dressed like members from Troop Beverly Hills? I am so mad. I am so the card they just I never say their name because it's just evil. Like mm-hmm. I just don't. I don't like them. I don't like they exist. I'd like to like not draw attention to them. I really do think I, I hardly ever say their last name. But I am just. I'm livid. I'm livid. So basically, it's going to look like you have copied the Kardashians it's with your going costume to look like. Oh my god! Yeah. So it just came out today. Like they're cute pictures of them dressed from Troop Beverly Hills. <laughs> oh my god. And I've worked like I've worked on this costume. Like I've gone to like, yeah, but it's ruined now. It's ruined. I even pound, found uh, ladies and one gentleman who like skirts, whatever. I found a pair of skorts of I found skort I found khaki skorts to go with my outfit. <laughs> Phyllis Neffler khaki skorts. I I went and bought the green tie. I hand painted the green stripes on her outfit. I bought the hat. I bought the fabric to cover the hat. I have the wig. I have the cigarette holder. I have everything. And then just like Kim Kardashian, just like your hero Kim. That is the thing is though, you know if you go out like this. I am going to go out like this because I have worked very hard and it's a somebody, really good costume. You're going to find out who all the Kardashian fans are because somebody is going to come up and say and probably multiple people will be like, "Oh, that's so awesome. Did you get that idea from what Kim posted the other day?" I'm so you're mad. You're just like the Kardashians. I'm so mad. Yeah, I don't. I I don't. Do you want to change your costume to go as Kim Kardashian as Phyllis Sneffler or whatever the name is? I do not like you. Yeah, I am so. I couldn't believe. I'm like they couldn't. She couldn't have her goddamn stupid baby shower one week later. Why does it have to be right before Halloween? What if one of her minions is like listening to our show and she's like, "Oh, Phyllis Sneffler. Oh, I remember trip at that house." They ruin everything. Yeah. They ruin, like, now this time it's personal. I mean, your costume is tainted. It is. It's tainted now. It is. I mean, and perfectly timed for this weekend. It is awful. It's completely ruined. Of all things that anything they could have picked to go as uh, for their their costume thing, this is what it's going to be. Yes. Yes. So I, I, I just... I'm really sad. <laughs> so I was, as I was sitting here thinking about my costume, I was uh, trying to put together a list of things that I, um, I was just thinking about it because I don't really ever think, like, I know that they're all terrible people, but they do ruin so many things, including now my Halloween costume. I can't believe this, Greg. 
Sarah, I'm so sorry. Well, I'm but not you can't change. go as this. Well, you yes, I go. can. Yes, I can. You can't. Yes, I can. And I'm going to. Then are you just going to get angry at everybody who walks up to you and says something about the Kardashians? Is this going to be your response? Because you're just going to be pissed off all of Halloween. I'm not going to be pissed off all of Halloween. You'll be pissed off anytime somebody comes up and says something. I'm going to tell people to come I say things to you. I know you're going to tell people to say that to me, which is why it won't piss me off. Because if anyone says it, I'm just going to pretend like they don't watch that terrible show. It's and me. that you just, and that they just knew that. Like you had told them to mess with me. Well, just note here in the in the chat, in our live chat, funemploymentradio.com slash live, if you are a live subscriber, uh, our friend Keelan just said, just own the fact that you're copying Kim Kardashian, Sarah. It's okay. Oh my you God. know, as long as you own it and own up to it and just be honest, look, I got the idea. I remember seeing the, kids, the movie as a kid, but it was uh, Kim who posted it. And you have to refer to her first name. That's when you're a true fan. That's like people who who randomly write uh, celebrities on Twitter. Is that like Lily and her best friend Ellen? Yes, mm-hmm. yes, like our friend Lily, who is uh, yeah, best friends with Ellen. So that that's the sign of a of a true like super fan where they think they can speak to him about about in the first person. But yes, uh, you and your friend Kim came up with the idea, and you thought it was great that, like, because you love everything she does. How random is that? <laughs> how random is that? Yeah. Well, you're going to be out of luck this weekend. I'm going to be flying high. I'm going to be doing great. Oh, yes, with your uh, extremely unique Jon Snow costume. Oh, I'm sure yeah. nobody's going to be dressing as Game of Thrones. There better not be another Jon Snow out there. Do you think there will be? Of course there will be. Really? Yes. Because that costume's really hard to do. I still don't have, have it done yet. Have you started your costume? Yeah, a little bit. Not enough. Clearly not enough. But I am kind of nervous that that's one problem with it. Jon Snow from Game of Thrones is what I'm going to go as. But what if I do run into another Jon Snow? And, and his costume's better than yeah, yours? Yeah, his costume's better. Oh, that will suck. Oh, that will suck. See, at least mine's I obscure. Hate that. Mine might... Oh, God, that thing might have, you know, had her baby shower. It's not obscure anymore. Thing. It is obscure. I bet that picture has been shared probably millions of times already. Oh my God, and all these like, oh God. Yep. You are just riding the coattails of Kim Kardashian at this point. Oh my God. Yeah, dude, I'm sorry. This is unreal. I'm sorry. (laughs) Are you kidding me? She had a Troop Beverly Hills themed baby shower. Yeah. That is all it's going to be known as. You'll see it. I guarantee. I won't even have to tell people to come up and say something to you. So that's worse off than what I've got. That I am nervous though of 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 uh, running into another Jon Snow. Yes, like I've talked about be. how it, that happened to me before. Well, like speaking last of year nervous, I was, like I might I, like I might have the Kardashian taint on me now. Ew. But at least that's, so, that's such a gross phrase. Yeah, but at least I have my costume done. You haven't even have you even started your job? I've started my costume. Uh-huh. I have some work left on yeah, it. Don't stress out about it or anything, Greg. I'll be fine. I'm sure the other John Snows you bump into have been working on it for, you know, months and months. <sighs> that that will suck. The only time I, mean, I plus you can't measure up to your costume you had last year. I mean, you're gonna walk into those costume contests, people are gonna be like, Who's that sad guy in a black robe? Well, damn it. I mean, nothing can beat Macho Man Randy Savage. I was a perfect Macho Man Randy Savage last year. That costume was amazing. And nobody would have topped me in that. Uh, but this, okay, yeah, now you're making me a little bit nervous about it. That does that does, that does, does make me a little bit nervous. Because there's somebody out there who's like really into cosplay stuff that probably has this really elaborate costume, like paid somebody to make it for them. Oh, yeah. That's that part. Or they could have purchased like an official Game of Thrones Jon Snow like jacket. See, that's cheating though. If they're doing that, then I'm not going to worry about it. Like, because I'm not going to do that. I'm going to make my costume, and maybe it won't be the official. Then, then you're just buying it. You're just paying for it. You got to earn it. Is that how? Is that just so? like Kim did when she made her costume? Oh my god. Uh. Yeah, I mean, the only time I've I've talked about this before that I ever encountered somebody with the same costume as me that I can that I can recall anyway was the year my brother and I went as the the Super Mario Brothers mm. and we ran into the other Mario Brothers, but our costumes were way better than theirs and they were furious about it because we were both at the same bar and we we're like, oh, well, hello Mario and Luigi, hello Mario and Luigi. Oh my God, what if there's another Phyllis Neffler? There's gonna be more now because now it's into. Now people are thinking about it. No, because a lot There's of people be don't run dress as her. They dress Snifflers. as no. They they dress as like the sexy school. Like there are lots of like sexy Girl Scouts, but I don't think anyone's going to dress. There's something as, wrong about dressing as a sexy Girl right? Scout. That's, yes, there that's is. Unnerving. Oh, Sumon in the chat says you can go to Spirit Halloween and get a Jon Snow costume for around thirty dollars. Are you kidding me? Really? <laughs> is that Your true? Your spirit's broken now too. That's not true. That's not verified. Oh, I bet it's verified. 
no. If that's true, that does kind of, oh, man. Maybe I have to change. Oh, there is a Jon Snow costume. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> oh, maybe I'll buy that. Make it, make it a lot easier. What? I thought you just were like saying that you had to handcraft it and earn it. It's really hard. It's a really hard costume to do. Huh. I did feel like I was cheating the one year when I uh, oh, bought- Oh, that's pretty good. When I bought the Synergy costume. Uh-huh. From Gem. Yeah. Because I bought it because it was really cool and it wasn't like that expensive. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll go take a look at Spirit Halloween. Greg, <laughs> you already bought this stuff to make it, didn't you? Yeah. Well, uh, okay, I'll think about it. Anyway- um, I do have to I have to beat out whoever else is out there so that's something I'm, I've got to think about alright well anyway now I you made me nervous good. congratulations you turned it on to me good well you know what I was when we were talking about this earlier I was making I was so mad that like I was just uh, doing like a random train of thought really quick and thinking of things like off the top of my head that the Kardashians have ruined mm-hmm. most importantly your Halloween my Halloween costume mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, do you want me to read you my random list really quick? You created a list? This I created is how a list. strong your hate is? I was so mad. Is? I was so mad. I was just over here like, oh, fucking comfort. All right. What is, I mean, what is your list? it's nothing that anybody else know, like, doesn't know. Okay. I'm putting my Troop Beverly Hills music on in the background. Oh, my God. This is God, not, I love this song. This is not helping you for this weekend, by the way. All right. Go, go ahead and do your list. All right. First of all, well, they're terrible people. What the hell is that? It's the beginning of Troop Beverly Hills. Why do, I don't even want to waste... Never mind. You know what? I'm not even going to do it. I don't even want to waste time talking about them. She's already ruined my Halloween costume. I don't even want to do anything with that. Well, I'm sorry. I Maybe you whole... can go as a Kardashian. You could go as Kim Kardashian. That would be pretty funny. That would be kind of funny. <laughs> Maybe not... you should switch it up. No, I'm not. Make I, her... I... Who's the costume now? That's what you can say to her. Bitch. Yeah. You sound really angry today. You were incredibly furious and angry. It's like if, if anything. If I mean, you found really, some, like obscure thing that like you were really excited about. It's I know. A costume I've wanted to do for years. And then, who's the douchiest person that you know? The douchiest guy you know? I, I don't know. What do you mean? Somebody super douchey. Uh, riff raff. <laughs> Craig. <laughs> no, I'll tell that behind the scenes. Uh, he already said no. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let's just say this. All right, so random All right, you want to break it down? Let's let's do something. Let's let's get off the Phyllis, Phyllis Snuffler. Oh, yeah, Phyllis Snuffler. I thought we were going to Riff Raff. Okay, yeah, yeah, let's yeah. talk about that. No, I'm done with that. I'm, I'm not angry anymore. Okay. You can I'm get still over dressing. it? I'm still dressing. Well, yeah, I'm over we it. we got a lot still... of show left. I'm, I'm hoping you're not this furious. Well, I'm really excited for a guy who has the, the word robot in his name to be coming on the show. Awesome. So I'm really excited about that. And cheese. Okay. I can't not be happy. No, all right. Okay. So put a pin in Phyllis Snuffler. I already have the costume done. I'm doing it. That's just the way that it is. That being said, so Riff Raff. A lot of people don't know who Riff Raff is. He's, I barely know who he is. Yeah. He's this rapper from from Florida. Rapper, I use that term loosely, associated with him. He's a crazy guy with weird hair and a grill. And it's uh, that movie with uh, James Franco. It wears the Spring Breakers or whatever it was. They re- he basically based that character off of Riff Raff, yeah, who's just this like, actual rapper. So just like scary. Are like, we allowed to talk about this? We're not going to say who. Okay, we're one not, of our friends. Yes, one of our friends. So Riff Raff is coming to town tomorrow, and apparently his if you can get verified accounts on Tinder, which I didn't know that. And he went on Tinder and he actually swiped and liked one of our friends, and so this friend has been talking to Riff Raff over the last two days. They're texting each other. And uh, and we're like, fuck it. Why don't we, just, why don't we get him on the show tomorrow? He's and scary so she wrote him. He's scary. She wrote him to get him on the show, and he texted back, uh, I don't do interviews. Thank you, though. And then with uh, smiley faces. I so. wonder why he doesn't do interviews. Yeah, he seems know. so highly intelligent. <laughs> oh, wow. So I'm sorry to say for everybody out there who's a fan of this show and has just been waiting for that moment for us, you know, to get a big guess. I mean, we've waiting had Amy. Waiting for the riffraff moment. You know, we've had Amy Schumer. We're on. We've got Adam Carolla, all these other uh, very famous people. But I know everyone's been wanting us to get Riff Raff, and I'm sorry to say that it appears it appears we failed, and he won't be appearing on this episode. So oh, I'm I'm really sorry about like, that. Like when you were talking about it, like I was like I don't even know what to do with with that situation. I wouldn't even know how to talk to. He's like a creature. Yeah, 
Yeah, I'm not sure either. But anyway, I just I wanted to really put out an apology to everyone. Okay. You know, we we failed you in this aspect, and I'm sorry about that. All right. All right. I'm Should sure we do a little bit will. of a world of crazy? I'm sure that they will. Time will heal all wounds. It'll be hard to get over it. <laughs> Honestly, it's a relief. Oh, hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. First up, uh, got a little food story for you. This actually sounds kind of delicious, which I've never actually, I've never heard of this, but I think I'd eat it. Now, Greg, let me ask you this. A Canadian restaurant is now offering a burger that they make in-house that is actually stuffed with Reese's peanut butter cups. That sounds like it could be kind of amazing. I don't know. That might be too much. It sounds like it could I be I will good. say peanut butter with burgers is surprisingly good. It's delicious. So this place, it, it's in Kanata, Ontario. Uh, the, the restaurant's called The Works, which is an Ontario-based chain. It's called the Reese's PBC Burger, and it features the candy stuffed inside of the beef patty and also as a spread on the meat. It's also topped with onions and bacon. <laughs> so this was just released this past week, which coincides, um, which I didn't know existed. Did you know that Canada has a National Nut Day? I did not know that. Canada has a National Nut Day. What does that have to do with Reese's Pieces? I, uh, because it's peanut butter. Oh, okay. But it's not Reese's Pieces, it's Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. Peanut Butter Cups. Okay, so that's how they're tying in the Nut Day. All so right. Canada has been, so Canada celebrates National Nut Day on October 22nd. And so since National Nut Day, the oh. works has been uh, having that burger available. Happy Nut Day, Canada. Yes, Canada. We're so sorry. We should have wished everybody a happy nut yeah, day. We missed it. We missed it. We dropped the. I know. Yeah, we dropped the the nut on that. Well, it's our current our Canadian listeners. They should have let us know. Mm-hmm. All right, out of Branson, Missouri, a man in Missouri was arrested after he decided to start a fight at a Monopoly tournament, and instead of collecting two hundred dollars or passing go, he went directly to jail. Want want? I didn't write this. So organizers of the Saturday's seventh annual. Uh, This is in Stone County in Branson, Missouri. Uh, Stone County Monopoly Tournament in Branson, Missouri told police that 69 years young John uh, Litton turned violent when he was asked to sit out from this year's tournament after he allegedly engaged in unsportsmanlike conduct during last year's Monopoly Tournament. So he was not allowed to come back because he was a sore loser when it came to the Monopoly Tournament. I used to cheat so much at Monopoly when I was a kid. Uh, let me tell you this: a little little tip, little little trick of the trade. When you're playing Monopoly, always be the banker. Always be the banker. Let's just I've say never... people don't pay too close attention to what's going on over there when oh, you got fast hands with the money. Someone's lining his pockets with fake money. Yeah, well, you know. Well, so police. So John Litton uh, turned violent when he was asked to sit out from this year's tournament after his uh, after his actions the last year when he engaged in unsportsmanlike conduct. During last year's tournament, police say there were no serious injuries uh, as the tournament descended into a brawl. <laughs> well, 69-year-old Litton was taken directly to jail bop, bop, on charges of third-degree assault, disturbing the peace, and trespassing. He is being held without bond. Wow. Yeah, I uh, uh, people are noting, little tip, never play Monopoly with Greg. He cheats. I mean, the thing is, it's only cheating if you get caught. Isn't that the rule? The old uh, adage that people go by? What? You haven't committed a crime if you're not caught. I, think I, do, that's I like rarely what, get but caught. Like 50s husbands Honestly, said about like I cheating can, on their wives. I can say this: I don't think I've ever been caught cheating at Monopoly. I'm good. I probably shouldn't have admitted this. No, because now everybody's going to pay attention. You played Monopoly like within the past year, and yeah, you, and you cheated at it. Did I? Was I caught? No. So I guess I just played the game. So Happens to be I won. a tree falls in the woods and you can't hear it thing? Eh, you know. All right, so bottom line, I always knew that about you. So going to have fast fingers with that money. Yeah, Greg, we all know that Greg's a dirty, dirty cheater. The, the, the best part is, too, because when you're giving change to yourself or you're paying yourself out, no one else pays attention. It's like, oh, yeah, go ahead, Greg. Well, maybe you slip a 500 in with that 50. What do you know? Well, I do have one final story as our guest here. Yes. All right. I do have one final story, which I could see this happening in Portland. However, this happened uh, in Europe. And there's a video online now about a woman of a woman who decided to 
attach herself to the front of a bus and claim she was a bicycle. You know how you can like lock your bike up into the front yeah. of the bus? Yeah. Well, this woman was convinced that she herself was a bicycle. And she caused a huge traffic jam after attaching herself to a bike rack on the front of a bus claiming to be a bicycle. she like lock herself to it? Or? Well, a video has emerged showing the surreal confrontation between the bus driver and a woman who is dressed entirely in hot pink and sitting on the rack without a bike, although claiming she is the bike. <laughs> it is kind of like, it is like it's a surrealist kind of thing. Like, am I not the bike? Can I wow. not be the bike? So the woman, uh, the woman did insist that she was not going to get off the front of the bus because she was, in fact, the bicycle. The bus driver, who had to stop the vehicle and got out to speak to her, pleaded, uh, pleaded with her to get off. Other, motori- uh, uh, other motorists asked her to as well, but she appeared unfazed by the attention and repeatedly claimed over and over again, I'm a bike. <laughs> I'm a bike. How annoyed would you would you be if you were on that bus? Oh, God. Like, if you're just trying to get to work. Like, come on, lady. Yeah. Please. Uh, so, I get annoyed when people take too long to get off. <laughs> oh, yeah, me too. Like, when you're clearly physically able to get yes, off. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. Like, you, you, can, you can move, but they don't. And they take their time, or they wait till the bus stops, and, like, they open the doors, and the, and the bus driver clearly, okay, nobody's getting off, but then they complain, like, no, I'm still coming, and then they're, like, gathering their stuff, mm-hmm. even though they, know they knew their stop was coming. They knew it was going to, where they were getting off. No one else, they're the only ones who know where their stop is. But yet they wait until the last minute. It's true. It's yeah. very frustrating. Mm-hmm. Well, there was a commuter who can be heard on the video, and you can find this online, uh, saying, Lady, God damn it, you are not a bike. Get off the bus. I've got to get to work. <laughs> I don't care what you are. Will you please get down? All the while, the woman kept chanting, I'm a bike. Wow. I'm a bike. Well, the video is seen over 20,000 times at this point. So it just goes to show, do something crazy on the internet. You can get uh, some publicity for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Like Kim Kardashian dressing as full of snuffler. Oh. Wonder how many times that's been viewed. I'll do some research and find out. Thank you. Thank yep. you. All right. Let's <laughs> well, your world crazy. Awesome. All right. Let's go ahead and take a break because you know I believe our guest is here. We've got uh, Greg from Face Rock Creamery who's going to be coming in talking about their big event. So we'll take a quick break for live listeners. And we'll be back here in just a minute with more Fun Employment Radio. Com. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Hello, everyone. You're listening to Fun Employment Radio, and that's a uh, the full dot com scenario. Uh, and you're listening to well, not at the moment. Uh, I'm Reese Darby. Uh, should have said that at the beginning. But after me, uh, you'll be listening to Nibbler and Dylan. Always a good laugh there. Uh, so enjoy them, and I'll see you next time. We haven't played that one in a long time. No, I do still think he actually thought our names were just Nibbler and Dylan. I think he thought your name was Nibbler. He's probably like, what is wrong with Portland? (laughs) (laughs) Never address me as Greg. (laughs) Um, All right. Welcome back to Fun Employment Radio. Thank you, everyone. And we are joined now, and I want to say this. We were pronouncing it correctly. Yes. It is the coolest last name ever. It's the coolest last name, we're especially joined... compared to Nibbler. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> we're joined by Greg Drobot from <laughs> Face Rock Creamery. Hello, everyone. Hello. Hello, Greg Drobot. Now, do your friends call you, do they just call you Greg, or do you have one of those names where people say your first and last name together a lot? Uh, mostly just Greg. I get a lot of Drobot or Robot or, you know, when I was growing up, all kinds of different names. Yeah. Mostly just Greg. <laughs> Mostly just Greg. Yeah. yeah. So there are two Gregs in here right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, and you were talking about, um, so you live in a small, in a place called Bandon, correct? correct? Yep. All right. And Greg was telling me it's about four hours south of here. It is. Right on the right on the coast. We're about 60 miles from the California border. Oh, wow. So right in that banana belt, uh, the tropical part of Oregon, if there is such a thing. Yeah. Aren't there even palm trees down somewhere around there? Uh, it depends or, how much cheese you have. Okay. Uh, maybe you hallucinate a little bit, yeah. So you're the proprietor of, um, oh gosh, I'm sorry, I'm just blanking Face Rock Face, cream. face Rock I was going to say, I'm like, Face Cream Rockery. I'm like, no, that's not it. <laughs> <laughs> face Rock Creamery. And you've had it abandoned now for the past two and a half years? Correct. It, even though we're brand new, we're continuing on the tradition of cheese making in Bandon. They had been making cheese for about 100 years, mm-hmm. uh, almost as long as Tillamook. So uh, kind of a funny story how I got to Bandon and how it started. I was in real estate and finance. That was my first career. And I happened to move to Bandon to run a project. And the first year I moved there was the last year of the old creamery before it got torn down. And I didn't like what I was doing. I thought cheese would be pretty fun and something interesting, and I love food. So when my project ended, I said, well, I love Bandon, and I love Oregon. I might as well give this a shot and see if this could be something that's going to work. Wow. 
So. Had you ever thought about going into something like that before? Or? Not cheese specifically. I really wanted to be a chef when I was growing up, and I okay. love entertaining and food, but um, kind of just in the right place at the right time, and um, yeah, just put it all in red. Yeah. <laughs> what was it about Bandon that drew you to it, do you think? Um, it's a beautiful area. It's very mm. rugged, coastal, uh, fishing, logging, uh, all of that. Uh, the people are very warm and welcoming, uh, and just the Northwest in general. I'm mm. originally from Seattle, so I, I kind of feel comfortable in yeah. the area. So kind of just uh, more just opportunity. You know, it's a small town of about 3,000 people, and there seemed to be a lot of potential. And I thought uh, it would just be a fun place to live. Well, and that must be nice to also bring, like, the dairy factor back to that town that, you know, was so touched totally. by it for, like, 100 years. Yeah, when it closed, it really took the wind out of the sails. Uh, that was a huge part of the, the economy there. Uh, at one point, there was over 100 dairy farms, and now there's only about 10. Oh. Wow. Uh, and most of them are big corporate dairies. So we're very fortunate to kind of bring back the old world cheese making. That's great. I mean, I remember Bandon cheese, you mm-hmm. know, growing up. We, we had Bandon cheese all the time. Yeah. That's... Oh, yeah, because you were in uh, Mammoth Independence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a little yep. further south, too. <laughs> yeah. Not quite as far th- south as uh, Bandon, but uh, but yeah, down that way. Um, so you, you started this up and then you had no idea what was going to happen, obviously, when you start up a creamery, right. like how, how it's going to be successful. But now you're all over the place we just are. in this short amount of time. Yeah, we, we've had a lot of things go our way. Uh, number one, we have an amazing cheesemaker, Brad Cinco, who was the founding cheesemaker at Beecher's up in Seattle and Pike Place. So he was nice. actually from this little town in Bandit and used to work at the old cheese factory oh, no before way. it got torn down. So it's a really cool full circle story for him. And he's won best cheese in America, best cheddar cheese, all this over his career. So it was really uh, amazing for us to get this rock star for a new company where he had like instant brand recognition. So that's part of why we're taking off so quickly. Uh, we work with one dairy, so it's a single source dairy. We can control the quality, uh, which is very rare. Uh, and then I think kind of the rugged coastal terroir gives a lot of flavor and a lot of history mm-hmm. uh, to what we're doing. So um, and a lot of hard work. So yeah. a combination of all of those. Yeah, because yeah. I even see your cheeses in like my neighborhood, Fred Meyer. Yep. Whenever I go, I actually Absolutely. saw the vampire. What's are they Buffy the Vampire Curds or what are they called? We, we call them Vampire Slayer. Vampire so, Slayer. Yes, yeah, so I get in saw those. With anybody. Exactly. Yeah, that was <laughs> something legally distinct from that. But yes. <laughs> so I actually saw that. I almost actually purchased some of those yesterday at Fred Meyer, and I yep. see them all the time. And I always think that's such a clever name. What made you decide to come up with that, to name that particular brand that? It was kind of a joke. Uh-huh. Uh, we, we, we're very uh, democratic in our cheese naming. Uh, we ask all of our employees, you know, we have this new cheese with this flavor. What do you think? And this was actually Brad, our cheesemaker, said we should call it Vampire Slayer. And then he starts to laugh. And I look at him and say, well, that's a good name. We should stick with that. And... Um, yeah, it's it's pretty catchy, and even kids now they don't even know Face Rock; they just know Vampire Slayer. Yeah, <laughs> they, they want some of that Vampire Slayer. <laughs> so, what is what is Vampire Slayer like? What kind of cheese exactly? Well, we we specialize in cheddar cheese. So, ninety okay. percent of what we make is cheddar, and Vampire Slayer is our garlic flavored cheddar. Oh, makes sense. So, uh, it's oh, aged for good. about six months, so it does have some sharpness, and then we have that wonderful garlic flavor. So. Uh, great by itself, great to cook with, and uh, great on poutine, which is uh, what we're going to be oh, yeah. eating and enjoying on Thursday. Tell us about the poutine on Thursday. <laughs> well, uh, we're very happy and pleased to be working with uh, Deschutes, our wonderful partners, for the Curse of the Kurds uh, on Thursday, which is a uh, basically a poutine cook-off. Wow. And uh, we have five uh, breweries in uh, the Pearl District joining us. Uh, let me see if I can get them all here. Deschutes, Rogue, Portland Brewery. Uh, Fathead and Tenbrough. Yep, I nailed it. Yeah, okay. you got them. Right. <laughs> I'm looking at the press release right here. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> so uh, this is the second year we've doing it, and each uh, restaurant comes up with their own unique poutine recipe. And for those of you that don't know poutine, French Canadian dish, basically cheese curds on French fries with brown gravy. So a little twist: we're using our Vampire Slayer garlic cheese curds, and then each chef has to create their own gravy using one of their beers. Wow. So. It's kind of like uh, poutine on steroids. So oh, wow. <laughs> we, we have uh, kind of, a, a, you know, like I said, cook-off, and then we have some celebrity judges, some actors from Portlandia that are going to be cool. tasting our poutine. And then we have a chef's choice and a uh, people's choice. So anybody can come in from 11 in the morning till 8 o'clock at night, buy one of these dishes of poutine, and all the proceeds go to Sisters of the Road, which is a, a charity to help feed the homeless. So... Uh, have a couple beers, have some poutine, and uh, help a great cause. Wow. Oh, man. Yeah, that's yes to all of those things. Yes. <laughs> I mean, Sisters of the Road is a fantastic charity here in town, too. They, they do a lot of oh, really, it, really good things. Oh, it does a lot of good here in town. And that's going to be happening at the Deschutes Brewery that's on Northwest 11th, and that's tomorrow from 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. 
Thursday. Or Thursday, excuse Thursday. me. Yeah, Thursday from 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. Yep. Um, all I can think about is poutine now at this point. That <laughs> <laughs> sounds amazing. Well, and Christine Levine is hosting it, too, and yep. emceeing it. That's awesome. Christine's a good friend of ours. She's, she's cool. fantastic. Yeah. Well, congratulations on all the success and everything that's going on. I know uh, we've got a live chat going here, and this will go up as a podcast in a bit, but people are already planning on going. Awesome. Oh, we- yes. So uh, how many different people are going to be making the different dishes of poutine? Uh, we'll have five five different dishes. So and then you, you can kind of pick which one you, you, you want can, to taste. Uh, if they did it like last year, there's a sampler you can pick. So it'll be Ooh. a small portion of each one. Oh. God damn. So <laughs> it, if I remember correctly last year, it was poutine... I think it was St. Jack, maybe. Uh, poutine with fried chicken. It was, oh, it was incredible. God. Yeah. And last year we sold out, so I would recommend getting there. Yeah, lower. get there yeah. early. All your money goes to a good cause, and you get some well-made poutine, which is one of the most glorious foods in the world if you've never tried it. Who uh, won it last year? I think. Or are they competing again? I, I think they're all new this okay, year. Okay, all new. Yeah. All right, cool. So we, we try to start blank slate every year, give yeah. everybody a, a shooting chance. Seems like everybody's a winner, particularly the people that get to eat the. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, also, and uh, what's the best website for, for Face Rock? Face Rock Creamery. Face Rock Creamery.com. You can look us up, read about our history. Uh, we also have a very big retail presence in Portland area. New Season, Zoo Pans, Market of Choice, Safeway, Fred Meyer, uh, pretty much any of the major, major stores here. Nice. So you can take some uh, cheese curds home and make your own poutine. Oh, yeah. man. <laughs> well, congratulations on all the success. You know, Thank that's you. what a fantastic story. Just switching careers and being like, yeah, nope, I'm going to I'm gonna make cheese now. And it, it's yeah. It's a lot more fun than real estate. Yeah, I, yeah imagine. I would imagine. I would imagine. <laughs> and it tastes better. And more delicious. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming in, Greg. We really thank appreciate you. it. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. <laughs> thank you. All right, we'll be back in a bit with more Fun Employment Radio. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. There we go. Sarah, you're going to have to stop talking about cheese for now. I know. I can't stop thinking about it. It is. At least now, cheese has, my love of cheese has replaced my hatred of Kim Kardashian. You kept it kind of under control Mm -hmm. while he was in here, but I could tell you were nervous talking about cheese. I wasn't nervous talking about cheese. I You're think, so I think weird. you seemed a little bit nervous about it. You were a little too excited. No, and I you just, just kind of... just got you worked up. All right, no, I will say I wasn't nervous. I was just kind of sad that he didn't bring any cheese. <laughs> <laughs> that was really... That was, Is that this was really honestly, what was going on? I'm not that deep. Yeah, <laughs> that was that was what was happening in my head. I was like, oh, man. Well, I'm sorry. We'll have to go pick some up. Okay. All right. Can we do some uh, ball talk? All right. I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Balls. There are some stories that people need to know. Things that are happening, Sarah. Things that are going on today in the world of sports. Whether you follow sports or not, these are the stories I bring you so that you can uh, be at least a little bit knowledgeable when people around you are talking about them. Wow, Greg, that's just so big of you. Uh, It's kind of a public service that I do. Sure. First up in ball talk, okay, I do have to say, I do have kind of a sad story at the beginning. Just, I, I have to get it out there. Oh, I have to talk about it. I don't want it. a sad story. Well, I, I have to because it's going to be prevalent in the NBA all year. And uh, it has to do with this. Uh, the Minnesota Timberwolves head coach, and I believe he is part owner and president of basketball operations, longtime NBA, uh, you know, a, a, a longtime NBA person, mm. personality, whether it's as a coach or a player or all kinds of different things. Flip Saunders. Uh, Flip Saunders passed away suddenly um, over this last weekend. So uh, so he, he passed away. Yeah, well, he got diagnosed. It, anyway, it was sudden cancer that they, they thought was going to be just fine, and then, bam, he passed away. So as a result of that, the NBA Coaching Association or NBA Coaches Association, whatever their Players Association, you know, comparative organization is, has decided that all the coaches in the NBA will be wearing pins dedicated to him over this uh, entire season. So you'll notice it if you watch a game and you see the coaches are wearing a pin. This is what it's about. It's a pin for Flip Saunders. And then the Minnesota basketball team is all going to have uh, uh, badges on their uniforms. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. So it's it's sad, but uh, that is what happened. So there it is. Flip Saunders, uh, rest in peace. Moving on to ball talk. We'll go to some more uplifting things. Want to hear about, uh, about an idiot who lost his job? Sure. Ryan Mallett of the Houston Texans. If you watch uh, HBO's uh, Hard Knocks, they they profiled the Houston Texans over this last season. It's a, that it's is a show that's just the dumbest name for a team. Hard Knocks. Well, oh, no, Houston no, Texans. No, no, Houston Texans. Oh yeah, it is a dumb name. Yeah, yeah. No, that 
Okay, don't get me started on names because I've got another <laughs> name issue that's going to come up. Let me just say this. Houston Texans. All right, Houston has the Astros. That's a fantastic name for a team. Reflects the fact that NASA is there. they got the Rockets also dealing with that. The Comets. The Dynamo. I don't really know what the Dynamo are, but whatever. Texans. Like, there are so many, so much more to Houston. There is so much more to that city. T-Rexing out over here. Than the fact that it's in Texas. You can't come up with anything else. That doesn't even make you unique in the state. Because guess what? Everybody from Texas is a Texan. Spoilers, Greg. Come up with a better name. Anyway, Houston Texans. Their quarterback, Ryan Mallett. Um, he lost the starting job to Brian Hoyer, another quarterback. He's a, he's a quarterback for the, for the Texans. Lost it uh, earlier this season. And ever since then, he's just been pouting. When he lost the starting job and was moved back up, and the thing is, in the NFL, that can change any time. Like, somebody could get injured, or that player performs badly, you could get right back up there in the top spot. Mm-hmm. He threw a hissy fit and, and didn't show up to practice. Then he came to practice, and the thing is, they were flying to their game over the weekend, and he uh, missed the flight. For he didn't show up for the reason? team flight. Uh-oh. He said he was stuck in traffic. Which isn't going to go over too well when you're a multi-million dollar quarterback in the NFL. No. And uh, because of that, the team straight up cut him. They, they have straight up cut Ryan Mallett, and so he is now unemployed. I don't feel bad for him either. He made no. plenty of money. It's, a, it's not about it, but what an idiot. That's all I have to say. Greg Nibbler judges. That, yes. I think this, instead of ball talk, it should just be called Greg Nibbler's judgments. <laughs> <laughs> It's Judgment Day with Greg. Sometimes. Nibbler. Sometimes it is. All right, moving on to ball talk. Uh, here's another different story of a, an NFL player who did just get a job. It's actually kind of cool. So this guy's name is Steve Weatherford, and he used to be a punter for the Jets and uh, the Giants and I think some other NFL teams, but he's, he was out of the league, and instead he's been doing radio. And so he was co-hosting a radio show uh, over the over – this was on Saturday – and during one of their breaks, he got a phone call from the New York Jets saying, we want to hire you. Oh, wow. So he said he'd take the job and he had to come back on air and say, yeah, so I, I, I got a job. I'm, I'm going to have to leave. Uh, I'm signing with a team. I can't say who yet because we haven't signed the paperwork. But live on the air, he got a job back in the NFL. Oh, as a wow. So congratulations to him. That's pretty cool. Moving on to ball talk. Um, let's see. We're going to end up with a prediction on something. I'll go to... Oh, you should do... it. Doesn't the baseball stuff start today? Why, yes, Sarah. Yes, it does. What a coincidence that perhaps that's what I'm going to make my prediction on. Greg! How would that have ever wow. happened? Wow. Well, wonders it's never like cease. like psychic. Well, wonders never cease. All right, this is... This is just a live broadcast from an, the LA Kings. So the LA Kings broadcaster did this. I'm just going to play the clip of what he said on the air. The best part is there's video of it and him realizing what he said right afterwards, and he just kind of cringes, but he keeps going. So here is it. This is just that clip. Eight inches of his shaft. Oops. <laughs> He's standing in front of the net with about eight inches of his shaft in his hand. He's standing in front of the net with about eight inches of his shaft in his hand. What was what was he trying to say? <laughs> He's talking about this his hockey stick, I believe. Oh. <laughs> Shaft in his hand. He's standing in front of the net with about eight inches of his shaft in his hand. He sounds like concerned eight inches of his shaft in his hand. No, it's just as soon as he says it, he just does one of these. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right. Moving on to ball talk. Congratulations to the Portland Timbers. Portland Timbers, Major League Soccer team, in the uh, in the MLS playoffs. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Ranked as a number number three seed, so they're going to be hosting on Thursday, Sporting Kansas City. Once again, a terrible name for a team. And let me just oh, say, I further go you on my name. About this. Sporting Kansas City is one of the worst names in North American sports, if not the worst. So here's the thing. I mean, and that's that's counting Real Salt Lake. Real Salt Lake is a terrible name because, number one, there is no royalty there. And number two, why would you spell it like that? You are not Madrid. You're not Madrid. You can come up with your own name. 
there's other things that go on in Utah. Oh, wow. Greg's just putting the smack down. And on top of that, the sporting Kansas City isn't even phrased right for... It's it blows my mind. It it gets me so worked up every time I see that name. Sporting Kansas City. What the hell is that? I'm a sporting. Go sporting. Is that what they say? Is that how they go sporting? Yeah, I got my new sporting gear on. I'm gonna get a sporting hat. Probably. Who in their marketing department allowed that to happen? I'll tell you this. Let me sporting Kansas City. Let me take over. Your, your marketing department, and I will fix this big problem. You'll sell tons of merchandise. You'll sell gear around. No one wants to buy a sporting Kansas City hat unless you're in Kansas City. Okay, Greg, let's move on. You're like me yelling about my Phyllis Neffler costume. Let's just, we got to move forward. These are real issues. Uh-huh. Okay, fine. Moving on to Baltag. We'll just go to this finally here. The World Series is about to begin. Yes, the Mets and the Royals begin the first game of the World Series. Happens today, 5.07 p.m. Pacific time, Sarah. I know, Greg. <laughs> also in Kansas City. Royals, that's a, that's, a, that's a wonderful name. That works, actually. Kansas City Royals. Why does it work? Why is why is Royals good for Kansas City? It's better than sporting Kansas City. Okay. Taking on the New York Mets, the Metropolitans, if you will, at Kansas City. And Sarah, I am going to make a prediction on this game. Oh, boy. I've done very well in Major League Baseball. Also, I want to say a really quick a side note, a thank you to Tony S., who's been keeping track of my magnificent success at predicting the NCAA football games over this year, where I do uh, three Tony, I believe I saw the same post that Tony posted, and it said you were at 66.7%. Yeah, that's fantastic. That's that means not fantastic. two-thirds of the time, I'm right all the time. That's really not how that works. So I'm going to make a prediction on this. The New York Mets at the Kansas City Royals. In game one of the World Series, neither team has won the championship in over 20 years. Is there an underdog? I suppose it would be the Mets. They're they're the visiting team. Okay. The winner of this game will be... The New York Mets are going to take game one in Kansas City. New York Mets, game one in Kansas City. That is what's going to happen. Place your bets now, and of course, send a tithing to Fun Employment Radio. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. Wow, Greg, you just you just did it. You I laid it on the line. It. I laid it on the line. Okay. Yes, indeed. Okay. So there it is. That is my prediction. <laughs> Vicky in the live chat says, failing grade. You don't understand betting, though. See, because if this was betting, we'd be way up. That's like 27% in the in the plus side you'd be like a solid d maybe 17 but it's still no i would i would i would be making money right now hand over fist if i were a betting man which i hope people have been betting on my picks nobody's really let us know if they were or not yeah i know because they don't want to send a tithing because they've been winning and they're refusing to send their tithing to fun employment radio they are not refusing to send a tithing i just don't think anyone has picked any of your crazy predictions somebody has somebody has i'm gonna go buy some cheese all right. Um, a couple, my... couple other things of note. Remember to hold the date of November 12th open. Because November that is when 12th. we are going to be having our Fun Employment Radio Bingo Night at the Landmark Saloon. Brought to you by Small Town Brewery. Of course, the makers of Not Your Father's Root Beer. So this is going to be happening November 12th. We'll have more details that will come out here on the website. And we'll talk about this week. But hold that date open because it's going to be in the evening. We want to see everybody out there. When we talked about having a bingo night before, we had such a huge response that we went ahead and did it. Um, Greg like, and I had a this. meeting last night. <laughs> and we have put our heads together. And we have come up with some amazing things to do for this bingo night so it's, it's gonna, gonna be, be fun it's going to be fun it's, it's not gonna be like a normal it's not gonna be a normal bingo night we're gonna have lots of things involved it's not your grandma's bingo with not your father's <laughs> root beer greg that is so good yep. that is so good this is why sporting kansas city should let me take over their marketing no department. i mean that, that stop talking about sporting you're tainting this no no yeah not your grandma's bingo sponsored by not your father's root beer why didn't we do that you idiot! Well, I just came up with it right now. God, we can damn. still right. do it. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna remarket all of our bingo flyers. Not your grandma's that. bingo with not your father's root beer. Sponsored by not your father's root beer. Yep. I'm pretty impressed. I'm impressed. 
November 12th at the Landmark Saloon. We're going to have prizes, uh, all kinds of prizes, and I believe, I'm confirming, we may even have some prizes from uh, Wonderful Next Adventure. Ooh, uh, we'll be there. Next Adventure, cool. NextAdventure.net, of course, located there. Good friends there. of the show. Good friends of the show, located there on Stark and Grand. They've got a bunch of winter sales going on right now because uh, it's it actually was snowing up on Timberline um, yesterday, I believe, maybe even today. But yeah, there's actually was, snow coming down. I saw down. that. It's insane. So yeah, they've got uh, up to 60% off on ski and snowboard gear going on right now, in addition to all the other amazing savings that they always have. So Next Adventure, fine, fine folks down there. Everybody that works there is, is just fantastic, and uh, they're local, and they you should support them. You should. Yes, nextadventure.net. Okay, <sighs> I think we've I think we've done uh, done some good work here. I need to go buy some cheese. You were really just obsessed with the cheese. That's all this is. I, I know. And I'm not kidding. Like, it is a full-on addiction. I, mean, I I understand it. It's okay. At least it's not crack. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. You are all fantastic. Thank you to Greg Drobrat from Face Rock Creamery. Mm-hmm. And for their big event that's happening tomorrow at Deschutes Brewery, the Curse of the Haunted Curds. It's a poutine off. You, you, who it's a poutine, poutine off. off. Is it? Okay, wait. Say, say say that word. Poutine. 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 No, is the emphasis on the poo or the teen? Wow. Really? Poutine. I say it with the emphasis on the back end. Poutine. You say poutine? This is a big debate. I'm, I'm just curious. Poutine. Go down there and support that Sisters of the Road charity. And this has been Greg's train of thought. Welcome to my life. Supporting Kansas City, get a hold of me. We'll fix your problems. Coming up later today on the Fun Employment Radio Network will be... Guys and Balls at 7.30 p.m. right here on the network. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.